Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey there. We at Blue Wire wanted to thank you for your continued support of this podcast. With over 90 podcasts across our network, we are committed to bringing you great content to fill that sport-shaped hole in your heart. To find more Blue Wire pods, search for us on iTunes or check out bluewirepods.com. And remember, one day sports will return and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening. On to the show. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right. Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host as always, John Chapman, and I am excited today because I feel like any NFL draft fan or really any sports fan in general, it's very, very easy to get really excited for the first round pick, the big key free agent, the huge trade, all those things. But whenever you get into the franchises that have success, and this is true across all sporting platforms. The 49ers are great because of George Kittle. The 49ers are great because of Dre Greenlaw. And you can go further down the list. You want to talk undrafted free agents, which we'll get to eventually. But today's episode, we're going to focus on two prominent individuals and two guys that I think um, clearly represent what the 49ers are all about. Toughness and the running game. Um, 
So, we're going to be talking about the 5th and 6th round picks today. Uh, we introduced them a little bit in the film breakdown, but I wanted to get you guys some film, um, some stats, some coaching notes, all those different types of things today as we go through these two players. Now, uh, again, that's Colton McKivitz, offensive tackle, West Virginia in the 5th round. And then that's Charlie Warner, tight end slash fullback, Swiss Army knife, run blocking King, whatever you want to call him, um, out of Georgia in the 6th round. So, those are the two guys we're talking about today. Um, as always, if you guys have any questions, please throw those up in the chat. I know it is a little bit earlier on a Friday, but I had to get an episode out now. I didn't want to wait, so I thought earlier would be better than nothing, uh, but that's what we got today. So if you guys have that, please jump in there. And again, I uh, got a lot of stuff that I'm pretty excited to uh, – we got some giveaways coming up that I'm working out with, some kind of artistic drawing of the 49ers' first-round pick, some uh, – Ran into a very, very talented artist. Uh, we kind of spitballed back and forth. And I want to get as much stuff into your hands as possible. And one of the ways that we're going to do that is the countdown crew. So if you paid attention to the last episode, here's the deal. We're going to start a countdown crew. And I'm going to remind you of this again at the end. And here's how it works. The wonderful countdown that I'd love to start the episode um, every single time. Wherever it is you listening, whether that's YouTube, Hot Mic, Periscope, Twitch, whatever. Um, it has to be on the live broadcast, okay? Um, so the way that you do that is you hit, you know, <laughs> uh, subscribe, and then you got to hit that bell because that's going to tell you whenever we go live. Now, I try to tweet out um, whenever the show is about to start, but if you want to be a part of that, that gives you 30, it's about 33 seconds to jump into the mentions and just say what's up. And so what's going to happen is we're going to go back at the end of the month and see who has the most comments, and we're going to tally those up, and we're going to give you free stuff, uh, 49ers stuff, 40, uh, you know, 49ers Rush podcast stuff, all that stuff that's out there. So um, please pay attention to those. We want you to be engaged. And during this time, <laughs> let's be honest, there's not a lot of stuff going on. There's no live sports, and so that's why we're trying to step up our coverage here at the 49ers rush podcast to give you um, as much content as possible uh, for your team uh, because entertainment is a lacking <laughs> to say the least right now so um, without further ado let's go ahead and let's jump down to some film for our big old offensive tackle now what you're going to be seeing playing here oh that's the wrong film let's let's fix that real quick there we go Colton McKivitz, offensive tackle number 53. You're going to see him. He's the left tackle in every single clip. He actually played every single snap um, at left tackle in 20, 000, or 2019. Now, here's the deal. I, I just finished the Patreon breakdown and coaching notes, which I think it was about 30 minutes of just going through each one of these plays and pausing it, focusing on his footwork and all that stuff. If you want to uh, see that um, as always patreon is kind of the place it's in the comment section of this video uh, that's the place to go to if you want that but let's step back and let's see who the 49ers got with this beast and he he's a big nasty mean dude outside and in um, he's exactly what you want whenever you are trying to impose your will on the offensive line now this is, we got this pick for Matt Breida Okay, so we traded this pick straight up, Matt Breida, um, to get to get Colton McKivitz. Uh, Matt Breida, of course, a huge fan favorite. I, I still love Matt Breida. I'm going to be pulling for him uh, just wearing the Miami Dolphins uniform. But it, it just goes to show you, you know, a lot of people regarded Breida as the most talented running back going into last year. 
Um, obviously, Raheem Mostert stepped in and went nuts, and then Breida had those four fumbles and you know got put in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse, whatever. But it just goes to show you, Matt Breida was an undrafted free agent. You cultivate him, you got you know three years worth of valuable reps from him. It's time to trade him in for something new, a new toy. And with the new collective bargaining agreement, this is important too because we've only been allowed to have um, 53 roster spots, but now that's bumped up to 55. And one of those roster spots has to be an offensive lineman. So this is key too because the 49ers now have so much depth across the offensive line. You know, so let, let's talk a little bit about Colton, okay? <laughs> He's a pretty fun guy uh, in the fact that, you know, Again, I had talked about this on the live draft broadcast, too. His dad <laughs> makes raccoon hats for the West Virginia Mountaineer fans and sells them, and a lot of the fans wear them. And that just kind of lets you know who this guy is. He's a three-and-a-half-year starter. And in college, he started at right tackle, left tackle. But whenever he went to the Senior Bowl, they wanted to see if he could play guard because he kind of he's an in-betweener. Um, you know, his athletic profile is good, 6'6", 306, so that's nice. That's tackle-worthy. His arm length, 33 and 3 fourths, that's tackle-worthy as well. But whenever you keep going down the list, the people that he has a player comparison to, again, Colton McKivitz, it's Riley Reef and Ethan Posick. So he's this guy that can kind of do it all. And, you know, we go back to... Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, and this is they were asked about him. They said, "Hey, tell us about Colton McKivitz." And I'll just be really honest with you: I did not finish. He was not in my top one thirty. Okay, so take that for what you will. I did not grade him. I, I I was aware of him, you know, being a Texas fan and watching all the Big Twelve football. I knew who he was. I, I thought that he would fall lower, but I thought a guard would be the best spot for him to go to. Now, Kyle Shanahan gets asked, "What's up with Colton McKivitz?" and this is what he says. He says, you know, going into day three, we weren't sure the Trent Williams trade was going to go through. And so if it did not go through, we were going to take him with the fifth round pick that they had. Well, they ended up trading that fifth round pick that they were going to use for Colton McKivitz to Washington with a future three to get Trent Williams. Okay, Trent Williams is much better than Colton McKivitz. It shouldn't have been able to get him at that point, but whatever. So you get Trent Williams. You're super, super happy. They didn't have another pick in the fifth round. Well, then they traded Matt Breida straight up for the Dolphins to jump back in. And guess what? Colton McKivitz still there. So they go ahead and take him knowing full well, first it was let's get him to compete for the left tackle spot. But now you got your left tackle on Trent Williams. So why draft him anyway? And Kyle Shanahan goes on to say, look, we think he can play four positions for us. He's played right tackle, left tackle. In fact, he has played, this is very, very impressive, in four years at West Virginia, which they are a very um, high-tempo, quick kind of passing air raid system. Um, in four years, he has played 3,489 snaps. This guy, he doesn't get injured, and he just plays football. Um, so, you know, you know, one of the best abilities in football is durability. Uh, and I think that's kind of key. And you get that. You get toughness, reliability, and attitude with Colton McKivitz. His footwork's not the best, but he is used to blocking in space. His 40-yard dash was trash. He ran a 5.35, which is 31% of tackles. But Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch don't look at 40 for offensive linemen. And they've said this. They focus on the 10-yard split. 
Okay, so how he if you're asking a tackle to run more than 10 yards, you're doing something wrong. But in his 10-yard split, he ran a 158, which is in the top 75% uh percentile of NFL linemen. So yeah, his top end speed's not good, but he gets to where he's going quick. And you'll see a couple pulls if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, you'll see some of the pulls and some of the movements there. Um, so he, he's got a lot there. Um, and again, you're getting somebody that's super tough. He plays every single snap. He never gets injured. He can play both guard and both tackle spots. And I think that's where he's going to be competing. Um, I actually don't think he's going to be a tackle, especially in his rookie year. I think he's going to be one of the people competing for that right guard spot. I think Daniel Brunskill starts. And then I think it's going to be Tom Compton and Colton McKivitz fighting for that backup guard spot. Um, and so, and I 100% expect Colton McKivitz to beat out Tom Compton for that spot. Uh, plus he has position uh, versatility cause he could help at tackle if you needed him. But I think the tackle depth chart, you know, we have our starter set with Trent Williams and of course McGlinchey at the other side, but it's Justin, you know, school. And then I, the front office is, they've used Sean Coleman's name so much. Now he's never taken a snap for us. He's two years in a row injured, whatever else. But he fits the metrics and the measurements that this front office loves at the tackle position. So that swing tackle spot, I think School and Coleman will be fighting for that. But I, I think Colton McKivitz, his job is going to be um, fighting for guard and emergency tackle. That's kind of what he's going to be. And again, you know, even though the new collective bargaining agreement allows you to bring in an extra lineman compared to previous years, this is the type of guy you want. Because it, it, let's say worst case scenario where you lose two tackles in a game like we saw last year. Well, guess what? Um, it, you've got this guy now that could be a backup guard and step in at tackle. And, you know, John Lynch also let slip. I think it was on the Peter King uh, podcast that last year when Staley and McGlinchey were both hurt, they called the Washington Redskins to try to get Trent Williams then and were completely shot down. So the Trent Williams thing, they've been trying to get him for a while, especially, you know, you go back to the 2019 season in the middle of the year, they tried to get him, and uh, the Washington Redskins didn't want anything to do with Kyle Shedd. But whenever they ran out of options and Trent Williams kind of forced their hand, that trade had to take place. So Colton McKivitz, I don't think we're going to see um, a whole lot in his first year. But what I do think is going to happen is he is going to compete and give the depth that this team desires long-term um, all across the board. And so this is huge. And, you know, if I, I really do just think, you know, positionless football, which I should probably trademark because this is what the 49ers are trying to do. Whether it's offensive line, defensive line, wide receiver, secondary, linebacker, they want people that can do multiple positions. You can't just play one safety spot. You got to play both. Uh, you can't play one corner. You got to be able to play slot. Can't play defensive end. You got to play defensive tackle. Can't play guard. Got to play tackle. Can't play <laughs> wide receiver if you can't play running back <laughs> at certain times for Kyle Shanahan. This is just kind of who they are. So uh, we're going to get a real quick word from our sponsor. Then we're going to jump in to the run blocking extraordinaire. So here we go. All right, guys, here's the deal. If you're looking to last longer, go a few extra rounds, here's what you need to do. Go to BlueChew.com. 
BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance into the bedroom to another level. So they've got the same active ingredient uh, as Vi- Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. And since they're chewables, they work faster. So um, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. They work faster. They're chewable. What is not to like? And here's the deal. You don't have to have any awkward uh, interaction with anybody. They have an online physician. And so what you do is you just answer a couple questions. They're going to help you pair up with what works best for you. And here's the deal. They're going to ship it straight to your door in a very discreet package. So you don't have to even let people inside your house know that you're using it. If you're worried about that, who checks them out? It doesn't matter because, again, very discreet packaging. Um, You don't have to worry about any type of embarrassment or any of those things. So here's what you've got to do. Head over to BlueChew.com, and you're going to get your first order for free whenever you use our promo code BLUEWIRE. Again, one word, blue like the color wire. Uh, It's $5 shipping for your first order to make sure it works so that you like it. After that, you're going to be taken care of. So again, BlueChew.com, just want to say thank you to them for their support of the podcast. Head over there and use the promo code BLUEWIRE. All right, there we go, BlueChew.com, making everybody's life better. Let's transition now, and let's talk about this guy. Holy cow. Who is he? Uh, Charlie Warner is interesting, and his backstory was a lot of fun to dive into. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff about this guy that's just fun. Uh, he's different. Uh, this is a type of guy, Charlie Warner, tight end slash fullback from Georgia, 6'5", 244. Who is he? He's a run blocker. He might be the best run-blocking tight end to come out of the draft in several years. Um, This year, I don't think it's even a question. Um, Now, he doesn't catch a lot of passes. That's not who this kid is. I think he had 34 catches in his career. Um, And and again, he started forever. This is a guy that's played a lot. But he just run-blocks. And he run-blocks for the best. Three SEC East champions. Uh, he run blocked for Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, DeAndre Swift. Um, you want to know why they were so good at what they did? And, and here's the thing, too. You look at Georgia and what they were able to put out. They put out two first-round tackles. <laughs> they are a run-blocking machine. So why not? You're the best run-blocking team in the NFL. Why not go get the best run-blocking tight end? And Kyle Shanahan wanted another tight end so bad. He wanted a move tight end. Unfortunately, that didn't work out, and you know he's able to wait all the way to the sixth round to get this guy that is going to play 20 snaps a game. He's going to play all your special teams first off, and he's the reason why people like Raheem Mostert, right, Tevin Coleman, um, shoot, throw in whoever you want, uh, Debo Samuel on the end around, Brandon Ayuk. Whenever you see those huge long touchdowns, and again, most of the plays, you know, I've gone a lot, <laughs> I've watched so much Georgia film this year preparing for the draft. And whenever you look at all these huge, exciting plays that DeAndre Swift put up, it's always off this guy's butt. It's right off of his his butt. Um, he he's a lot of fun to watch. He's just mean as hell. And his background's fun too. Hardcore country boy, hunter and a fisherman. He and his brother would go fishing or hunting before school almost every day. That's just what they do. Um, and this guy, he two A Georgia football, which you're talking small school. 
2A schools are tiny, tiny, tiny. Two-time 2A All-American. He blocked five kicks, <laughs> had 300 tackles and 10 interceptions his senior year alone. The guy was all over the place. Defensive player of the year. This guy's just a football player. Uh, now he happens to play tight end. You could put him in fullback. Um, very similar to what the 49ers did uh, with Roz Dwelly last year, but this is a better blocker. So he's going to be a little bit more the Levine Toilolo or the Selleck uh, replacement. I think Dwelly will still be the tight end three. And if you look down the stretch, Dwelly snaps, he was getting like four or six snaps a game. Most of those were on special teams. The, the number two tight end that goes in, it's going to be him. And you just saw a catch. That's that's about it. <laughs> he doesn't drop passes. He's just... He's just Play to his strength. Now, Georgia had some athletic tight ends that they would put in on passing downs, but you can spread him out. And again, the play right here, you can put him out wide and use him on outside toss, outside zone, whatever, to go block at the next level. And he's very, very good. Um, you know, he was Jake Fromm's roommate all through college. Uh, and again, everything he says, he just fi he fishes every single time he can. Uh, loves to hunt turkey and wild hogs. Like, he's just an interesting guy. He got his degree in agribusiness and graduated early. Uh, so very, very intelligent, and he's just he's interesting. Now his he's the he's the nephew of college football Hall of Famer Scott Warner of Georgia. So he's kind of a dynasty play there at the University of Georgia. Um, his dad even ran for state senate. Um, like they're just Georgia people. He's got six siblings, um, and he's he's just a fun guy. Uh, really, really interesting. Now, when Kyle Shanahan was asked about him in his run game and what he brings to the run game. You know, Kyle Shanahan said this, we see some potential in the run game, but we're probably not going to be calling, uh, you know, <laughs> zone reads for him or, you know, jet sweeps like we do with Kyle Shanahan. He's going to be a run guy and he's going to give that persona to this team. So you, you, what are you good at Kyle Shanahan? You're good at running the ball. What do you do? You go get a guy that's going to help you run the ball more. Um, very familiar with the zone scheme and the zone blocking system he's going to step in day one and know find the problem he's going to have is moving around uh with motions now he did move around he lined up in the backfield uh with his hand in the ground off the line spread out wide but one of the things that's going to be interesting for him is the motions because he's going to be moved around a lot pre-snap that's going to be kind of the difficult thing for him but i guarantee you this week one this kid's getting 20 snaps because you're going to find ways to get him on the field because if you want to run the ball, you're going to love him. You're going to love him. 6'5", 244. Uh, he's not very athletic. 4'7", 840. That's bad. 34-inch vertical. That's a slightly above average. Three cones. 7.18. Nah, not good. Um, and so, like, you're not looking at a lot. There are some – he put out some clips of him just doing standing backflips. So he's got some explosion. And you look at his broad jump, he did a 120-inch broad jump. That's great. That's top 80% in the NFL for tight ends. So he's got explosion. Uh, power clean is is awesome. <laughs> and you see that whenever he blocks. But he's not a guy that's going to be catching a lot of touchdowns. And I know some people say, well, George Kittle wasn't an athletic tight end. Yeah, he was. George Kittle was a definition of athletic. He just went to a team, Iowa, that didn't know how to throw the ball. And so... You could see the catches that he made in college, which were few, 
but you could see the athleticism, the wiggle, the hands. You don't see that so much with Charlie Warner. He, he, he's kind of stuck as the run-blocking guy. Now, you look at his athletic comps or comparisons from Mock Draftable, Jake Butt, Jake Murphy, Bryson Hopkins, Brent Selleck, Cole Hikatini, and Zach Ertz. Now, Zach Ertz has way more wiggle and catches everything, but their athletic frame, uh, you know, height, arm length, hand size, all those things, very, very similar. Um, but you do see two players, uh, you know, Cole Hikatini, who the 49ers tried out last time. I, I think... You see kind of what it is they're trying to do and what it is they want to do at the tight end position. And I think that's kind of what's important there. Um, and so uh, these are our two guys that we got. And what do they do? One, they give you depth. Okay. And two, they make your running game better than it already was. His <laughs> second best running game in the NFL behind the Ravens, who broke all kinds of records with the running quarterback. The 49ers are doing it much different. Uh, they do it with just, you know, um, what's it called? Just, you know, transitioning over to um, changing, you know, running it with a regular running back in a regular running game. And so whatever you look at what they were able to add and what they were able to keep, it's very, very impressive. And so value picks for sure. And once you get down to that fifth, sixth, seventh round, and, you know, we're, we're going to move through and talk, you know, our seventh rounder, Juwan Jennings. We're going to talk about all the undrafted rookies. But I want to make sure we give everybody their due credit and we break it down so that you understand exactly who everybody is and where they fit. And once you get to the back half of the draft, the 49ers had one of the deepest rosters going into the draft. They had the second most players signed under contract. So you're getting to these guys like, man, how how does somebody make this roster? Last year, they took the damn punter in the fourth round. Still a little mad about that, but he made the roster. Colton McKivitz is making this roster. He backs up four O-line spots. Charlie Warner's making this roster. You know, we talked about, I thought that they needed a cornerback, and everybody was like, oh, dude, Bryce Hall's there. Go get him, go get him. They didn't get him. They didn't draft a corner. And the big reason why is they have a lot of bodies returning in the secondary. And they don't think that those guys can beat out, um, you know, who we have. And so you can disagree with that. But the one thing that you cannot disagree with is these two guys are making the damn roster. And so if you're trying to get guys that are going to contribute, they did that. One of the worst things that can happen, and you see this with Miami, as they traded away a former first rounder for a seventh round pick today. You don't want to miss. You don't want to cut those guys. It hurt so bad whenever we cut Caden Smith last year. That sucks. He wouldn't start it for another team. Now, is he amazing? No. But I guarantee you this. I wish the 49ers wish that they still had Caden Smith, but they don't have him. Um, anyway, so we're going to uh, another quick word from our sponsors, and then we're going to get to questions. So hold tight there. I just want to give a real quick shout out to our sponsor. I love this betonline.ag these guys are awesome they have supported the uh, podcast and all of blue wire podcasts for a while now they are a great company and here's the deal with currently no nba nhl mlb football whatever you there's no sports we get it but here's the deal you can still go out and bet um our exclusive partner betonline.ag still has hundreds of events games props to wager on from their online casinos to poker blackjack they're bringing vegas to you now, uh, if you're missing the NFL, um, no problem. They have live daily, every single day, 
Madden NFL 20 simulations that you can bet on. So you can still bet on TV shows like Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, all those things, stock prices, religion, whatever. It doesn't matter. You can bet on everything. BetOnline.ag. It's open 24 hours a day, and it's all online. So head over there. Here's the deal. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE, one word, BLUEWIRE, to join today. Receive your new welcome bonus, BetOnline.ag, your online wagering solution. Head over there. Sign up now. All right, here we go. Let's get into some questions now, and this is probably one of my favorite parts. Because you guys, you guys bring it. And now I'm going back to the top of the chat and kind of going through it just to see what's out there. So if some of these have already been answered, I might skip over those. Um, but that's what it is. Uh, here we go. Uh, from Sergio, you know, he asked, do you think Werner is more valued as a blocker? 100%. Could he be developed into a receiver? Yes, but no. I, I think Dwelly in the receiving game is his upside. That's his upside. And even if you got that, you're talking about somebody that can block and kind of release into the empty spot of the zone. You, you, if somebody puts them in man coverage, you're not throwing them the pass, period. You know, whether that's a linebacker or whether that's a safety or a slot corner, that's not what you're doing. Play action plays, screen plays out the back, things like that. Play action boot. Yeah, for sure. If he's open in space, you can get him the ball. He's got decent hands. But for somebody like Kyle Shanahan that values yards after the catch, it ain't him. <laughs> yeah, he is a run blocker. That is what he is going to do. I love this uh, comment right here from Every Third Stroke, which is uh, just a great name, by the way. Uh, the 49ers draft was like 40 chess uh, with the quiet Staley retirement, stealing Trent Williams, the trades up and down. Then um, our functional rather than flashy picks. Our head office is amazing. Yes, you are exactly correct. This was the most stressful um, for the wrong reasons. We didn't make any bad picks, but no trade took place in the first 13 pick, 12 picks. 49ers get on the clock. They make the very first trade. Um, right after that, trades start going everywhere. Uh, you've got the Joe Staley retirement and nobody knowing about it. Then you've got uh, the trade, <laughs> Matt Breida, Trent Williams, Marquise Goodwin. You're drafting tight ends. You're drafting people that we haven't even seen on most draft boards. It was nuts, man. It was absolutely nuts. You're, you're correct. Uh, you know, I joked that I'm going to have PTSD from, you know, the 2020 NFL draft because of the 49ers. And if you were with us, what well, makes it probably even more stressful just on my end, if you were with us on Hot Mike, which was one of the funnest events we've had, man, uh, the internet cuts out as soon as the 49ers made the trade. And so, like, I'm, I'm spazzing out as a 49ers fan, as a person who's broadcasting and trying to put out content. Oh my gosh, it was just, uh, it was a mess. And on top of that, all right, here we go. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, probably This, this is going to cause some problems, but that's okay. The person that won the Jimmy Garoppolo jersey on the broadcast, they have not DM'd me. Uh, so if you're out there, I, I know your contact. I know all those stuff. I just don't know how to send it to you. And I've reached out. And you have not reached out back. So uh, you better get on it pretty dang quick. If not, um, if not, we're going to give it to the person who got, got named incorrectly by Charles Barr. So it's not back up for grabs. Uh, it's, it's just going to one of those two people. So anyway, we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. But that's what it is. Um, now, uh, so let's go to this. Otis, I like this. Okay, McKivitz looks better than Brunskill in school to me. Um, I don't know. Seems tougher and meaner. So a couple things. 
Bruin skill, the thing that Bruin skill does better than anybody else is one, run blocking's great, and two, he does not give up ground. He never gets pushed back at all. Um, technically, school is much more athletic and has the desired traits as a tackle. Now, we all know Daniel Brunskill played much better than Justin School did at offensive tackle. That's not debatable. Now, the idea is you got to get Brunskill on the field. You're not going to start Brunskill over uh, Trent Williams. You're not going to start Brunskill over Mike McGlinchey. You don't do that. So where can you start him? You can start him at right guard. That is a spot that is available, and if you want to get crazy, you could start him at center. Now, you could argue, okay, fine, let, let, let's play this out. And they've started getting Brunskill ready to snap. Now, if we will we see that in a game ever? No, that might be a contingency plan. Western Richburg, is he going to be back healthy when and if the season starts? Um, obviously, you got Ben Garland, who's 32 going on 33. Uh, you know, he played very, very well down the stretch, so that's fine too, but... There's no doubt in my mind, Daniel Brunskill is better than every person we just talked about. Okay, so my pecking, I don't, I don't care about positional value. It, you know, you talk about basketball players getting the best five on the field. Okay, football, I want to get the best eleven. O line, I want the best five blockers. Well, here's how it goes: it goes Trent Williams, it goes Mike McGlinchey, Lakin Tomlinson, then Daniel Brunskill. That's the order. Okay, so. Who's next? That's your top four. We know those four are starting. So who's next? Is Colton McKivitz going to be better than Western Richburg? Is he going to be better than Ben Garland? If that's the case, why not move Brunskill to center? And why not plug in the rookie McKivitz at right guard? That is a possibility. You know, you know, we talk about Kyle Shanahan and this positionless football and whatever else. Who's the best 5-0 lineman? I, I don't care. <laughs> School could do anything. I, I'm sorry. Brunskill can do anything. Now, School is fighting for the swing tackle. He's not fighting for a starting job. He is fighting. He's fighting for the third string tackle behind, um, you know, McGlinchey and Trent Williams to beat out Sean Coleman. I don't think that there's a way they keep all of them now. Um, but you know, that's what it is. Oh, Adam, come on, man! Don't be putting that horns down up there. That hurts my soul, man. Uh, if you don't like Texas, that's okay. You got to put your slogan up there or your whatever. Uh, one of my least favorite things about other schools in the Big 12 is their logo or hand signal is the opposite of Texas. They'll be, OU will be playing TCU, and both teams are doing the upside-down horns. Anyway, that's another one. Uh, I'll move on. Um, let's see here. Pettis. Yeah, Pettis is an interesting one. And, oh, what's up? Is this Ron, Ron, uh, Rombo Sports on here? That's what's up. Uh, if that's him, big fan of the show. Love what he puts out. If you guys have not subscribed uh to Ronbo Sports. It's awesome. Uh he 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 brings it every single episode. Love what he puts out here. So here's the rumor. The Green Bay Packers, which I do kind of want to talk about them for a little bit, uh just because I think that they they put into perspective what it is the 49ers do well and what fans usually want to do. But here's the, here's the rumor. Dante Pettis traded to Green Bay for Josh Jackson, the cornerback out of Iowa. And I love Josh Jackson. He was my number one corner that year. I'm a big, big fan. Okay. Uh, so if that was an opportunity, I would take that in a heartbeat. I would take that in a heartbeat. Uh, super high-valued corner, uh, tall, physical, long, ball skills. Yeah, oh, 100%. Now, I'm not giving up on Dante Pettis, but now with what you drafted, okay, you go out and you spend a first-rounder on a wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Jalen Hurd, where's he going to be? He's cleared. Mm, 
We'll have to see with the back. That's that's huge. Whatever else, Trent, Trent Taylor's probably he's going to be back this year. The foot should be fine. So you have those issues. I think you have a lot of depth at the wide receiver and a lot of young depth. I think that this would be something that would benefit both teams personally. Now let's talk about Green Bay and why I have a problem with what's going on. Anytime during draft season, I'll put out a draft poll. Who do you want at pick 13? Running back, wide receiver, and I'll put those names down. And the first comment is always the same. And some of you guys probably, this is you. Oh, best player available. Hell no. The 49ers do not do best player available. Okay? So you got to get that out of your mind. That's not the way the 49ers draft. The 49ers draft by seeing who helps our roster the most. They don't do this. If you want to know what best player drafting looks like, look at Green Bay's draft. They trade up for a quarterback despite the fact that you have Aaron Rodgers for three more years under contract. Second round, they draft a third running back. They already have two young running backs on rookie deals. They go draft a third string running back. Third round, they draft a fullback. So if you want to know what best player available drafting looks like, look at the Green Bay Packers who were just in the NFC Championship and they didn't draft one starter. They didn't get one. Now let's look at the 49ers. Guess what? They lost three starters. Guess what they drafted? Three starters at those same positions. So, and I understand, I'm going to constantly remind you of this next year. Y'all, we'll all forget, but that's okay. The pain inside shall help me remember. And uh, thank you for the question, Robbo. But uh, this is the thing. The 49ers and Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, who makes our team better? They don't do best player available. We have three holes. Guess what? We drafted those three holes. Um, It's just what it is. So as we move forward, this is important to understand. Um, We are the front office of the 49ers. is not a best player available. They want to find difference makers that can step in at the positions that are there. Um, That's just kind of who they are. Um, Now, the Eagles for Razul Douglas, I I think that's off the table. They brought in like four wide receivers through the draft and traded for Marquise Goodwin. So I don't think the Eagles are trying to get more. I would do that from the 49ers standpoint, but I don't think they would for Razul Douglas. Uh, But anyway, that's where it is. Um, But I don't want to throw away Pettis. I'm, I'm, I'm with you completely. I really do want, he has the potential. He fits Kyle Shanahan's system. He's just got to get it right uh, between, you know, uh, his own ears, I guess is the right way to say it. But uh, we've got a lot more stuff coming up. Uh, I wrote an article that I want you to go read if you haven't read it yet. Head over to Niners Rush. Um, I went back into my childhood and talked about starters jackets uh, back in the early 90s, trading cards uh, with kids. And I talked about our front office and just kind of related all those things together. Uh, It's like a 2,000-word piece. You can see young, fat Chapman pictures from 1993 I included in there and some old Kyle Shanahan pictures too. Uh, uh, NinersRush.com. And just click on articles. You'll see it right there. Um, Go check it out. Leave a comment. Let me know what's up. Uh, If you liked it or not, I spent (laughs) a lot of time on it. I don't usually write. Uh, I'd much rather put out a podcast and whatever else, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I got the creative juices started going, and I wanted to put something out there. So take that for what you will, but uh, that's what it is. So thank you guys today. Really do appreciate it. Uh, We've got more content coming up over on the Patreon page as well as I keep just breaking down prospects. And uh, next up, the next podcast that we're going to be doing 
Jawan Jennings, seventh round wide receiver from Tennessee. Then we're going to jump into undrafted free agents as well. And I'm also working on a collaboration with at host Chuck B, who you know helped me during the draft. We're going to go be going division by division power rankings after the draft, just breaking down each one of those. So lots of content coming your way. We are not stepping back because the draft's over. We are stepping up, uh, trying to get as much content out there as possible. But thank you guys. And here's our again. Countdown crew, here we go. This is for you guys. All right, guys, just want to remind you of the countdown crew. Um, I'm trying to find creative ways to give things away <laughs> to the loyal listeners that show up. Episode in, episode out, doesn't matter when it is. So here's the deal, guys. If you haven't participated in this before, here's what you do. When the countdown starts, okay, whether this is on YouTube, Hot Mic, Periscope, wherever, when the countdown is up, that first 30 seconds before the podcast starts, I need you to start lighting up those comments, okay? And what's going to happen at the end of every month, I'm going to keep track. Whoever gets the most and all those things, I'm going to pick one or two people. I'm going to be giving away T-shirts, uh, 49ers rush gear, stickers, uh, perhaps even uh, let you be jump on the pod, uh, tell people your story, how you became a 49ers fan, something along those lines. But the countdown crew is huge. So again, for our live listeners, make sure you hit subscribe and that notification bell, wherever it is you listen. And again, that first 30 seconds, that's the countdown crew. I need you guys in there. I need you to bring in energy because I feed off that. And I think usually whenever we have shows with a lot of people on early, those are always my favorite uh, podcasts to do. So I need your help. Uh, the countdown crew, again, get some free stuff. And I'm going to be sending that out to you. For those of you that do listen traditional podcast ways, I understand you don't have a way to do that. Um, but I'm going to try to find some new creative ways to get you guys active in that as well. And again, I got I got a lot of stuff I got to give away. So so help us out there. That is the Countdown Crew. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you guys so much. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.